0: You're listening to the Weekly Pick Doctor Sports Betting Podcast. I'm The Rez. And this
1: is The Chief. Every week we share our best picks and strategies for all the major sports.
0: And try to make you
1: a winning better. For the latest and greatest, follow us on Twitter at PickDoctorCA. Hello. It's Thursday night, November 25th. It's episode 10 of Pick Doctors sports betting podcast. I'm the chief and here's Rez. Happy American Thanksgiving, Rez.
0: Hello, hello, hello. How are you doing? You're you're continuing your globe trot around the US. I know you're in a yep. different
1: spot again this week. Down in sunny Florida enjoying the rays. And you ended up, up in where? At a pool uh, down in Orlando right now. Floated on a lazy river earlier okay. today. All is well. Had some turkey.
0: Yeah. And you got to watch all the games. We we still have to do our day jobs here, up in Canada. Yeah, so just just you, take the you day off. The opportunity Use your to vacation Do time. what you want to do.
1: Yeah, well, <laughs> we do what we can.
0: No, well, I was able to watch most of the games, anyways. So yeah, some of
1: market. them were watchable. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. You know.
0: So okay, yeah. So I I know we tweeted out a few things. Uh, we didn't make it profitable. We came out two and two, but it was noticeable we did have a few nice ones you you wanted the detroit lions at plus three which happened yeah i i I really thought they might pull it out boring as
1: hell it was boring but you know you gotta feel for these two franchises anyways yeah if swift was around i think um you know they may have been able to pull that out
0: yeah i agree (laughs) It was just so bad at the end, though. Like, oh, just the play call. I I know why Detroit is o nine and one, or now they're o ten and one. It's there's
1: yeah. There's there's something wrong with the coach. I don't know what something it is. Wrong. I, don't,
0: I don't know the details, but and then uh, the second game we kind of collapsed. We thought the under was going to happen, but my basis of the under was my my over under system had a trigger there, but it was and also the the missing of CD Lamb and Amari Cooper. I thought would make the general scoring lower but obviously i thought wrong and you also had under for the first half right like what was your thinking there
1: uh i had them running more i mean a couple of uh big plays there you know they they finally played deshaun jackson i guess and he caught a bomb you know off the top and that just got things going so you know, good yeah. strategy for the Raiders. That's... They're they're showing he, he, us something new. He scored
0: touchdown first five minutes. That's yeah. They're you know
1: Raiders are showing us something new. So yeah, good good to know for future.
0: I you know what did you did you watch the full game? I did not catch the overtime. I was hearing there's a lot of I'm, I'm reading all the tweets and news after that Dallas was pissed off at all the refing. Like, do you know what happened there? I I, I, don't, I don't. I think I was
1: eating there. turkey around that time. At that point, you uh, know, it went to okay. it went to overtime. Anyways, and I don't think it's and, anything whatever. new. They're complaining
0: yeah. about refing again. It's nothing new. But anyways, that was that was that was the big news. That was after the game. That was post game. So, and in the third game, Buffalo. We both liked the the spread for Buffalo. I know last night I was talking about it with you, and then this this morning you decided to pull the trigger. So we decided to tweet it out, and that was probably the easiest cover of today.
1: Yep. I like the under too. I think when we were chatting, yeah, um, it, it the it's under looked a good. Bounce back. Yeah, I think so like I thought. So. I thought Buffalo would bounce back and you know put up numbers, get a lead. But I felt like the Saints might throw a couple bombs, similar to what the Raiders did there, yeah. and just kind of me in would just let it loose a little bit. And I was afraid afraid of a backdoor over. So um, yeah, you know Bills was the right play. So boom, we got okay. we got it in.
0: Yeah. Well, unfortunately, we were only two and two, so we didn't make any money. We just lost juice, but no real harm done so we shall move on to Mm -hmm. the next week well same week sorry just the next uh next games yeah so week 12. so we have a few games just a reminder to everybody we look at four games and we do our leans for all four games that we wanted to highlight for the week and then we do our pick of the week at the very end uh where we give our best pick on this podcast and we track it all and here we go so game one what you wanted to look at was pittsburgh versus cincinnati and this game it opened at minus four as cincinnati Bengals for favorites and it currently still sits at minus four and the game total opened at 46 and a half and it currently went down a bit to 45 and this is a afc north divisional rival game so what are you what are you thinking about this one what what made what made this stand out
1: divisional rival game I feel like uh, we're coming down the stretch on the season and uh, these two teams uh, have had their some ups and downs and they're I would say they're on a, a heading towards the up kind of slope um, and and how they perform will will uh, down the stretch will will you know you know let us know I guess whether or not they're gonna make the playoffs as a wild card team Cincinnati's yeah. run game is doing really well. I have uh, Mixon in one of my fantasy leagues. He's producing. Uh, that's great to see. He's going to open things up for Burrow. Um, Pittsburgh's run D is struggling, and they they know they're going to have to key in on you know Mixon. Um, yeah,
0: that's right. They're one of the, Pittsburgh's one of the worst in the league for run defense. But and then Cincinnati, on the flip side, yes, they're one of the best in yep. uh, rush defense, so they they can stop Harris for sure.
1: Yeah, they can stop or slow yeah, Harris. Yeah, I think Pittsburgh uh,
0: has a bunch of. Uh, yeah, Pittsburgh also has a bunch of injuries. I think Ebron's out, so I don't know who they're gonna have for tight end, and then TJ Watt. I don't think is back. Yeah. So, but I think since, uh, uh, yeah, I think I they have most any of, any of their no wideouts
1: injuries. back though. So I think on offense, yeah, yeah, Pittsburgh's gonna have to make up some ground, maybe air it out a bit more. Big Ben will have to, you know, yeah, try and. They're just, they're and, just missing do out
0: Juju, that. which yeah, I say.
1: Yeah. So, anyways, uh, I graded it out. It's going to be close. I feel four is maybe not as exciting for me from a betting point of view. You know, five or six, obviously, it'd be a little bit easier to make a decision on. And I want to lean the over. Um, both teams have playmakers to get it done, uh, score points. Uh, it is a divisional battle. They might, you know, come out a bit conservative. But I just feel Cincinnati, if their run game gets moving, uh, you know, their tendency will just be to. Put up points and force the Steelers to chase, which is a game uh, a game script that I had mentioned before in some other situation last week, but it did not happen. Um, uh, but I I feel that's so, how... so. what game
0: script are you talking about? Like, what what do you what do you mean? Uh, my game
1: script is like Cincinnati knows, you know, they'll they'll win through putting up some points and you know playing reasonable D. Because I think they're going to have respect for uh, what the Steelers can do, so yeah, I, I expect. That's why I feel like the over is. But what a, does that mean? You mean like they're
0: going to rush? They're going to pass?
1: No, they're going to do. They're because they'll be able to rush. He's going to be able to throw, right? If they would, if they would, you know, if they can slow down yeah, the run game, then they'll they'll so be Burles, able to. Burles, you mean? Burles going to be? I don't know. He's going to have a harder time, right? So and all of that will accumulate. Okay. Um so that's why I think over might be in play. Um and and okay. that's really what I got out in my notes. So I got an interesting lean on here.
0: I so I basically leaned uh Pittsburgh spread mm-hmm. only because there's a lot of money on them for both spread and money line. And they're the dogs. So when that stuff happens, we're both the weighting of spread and money line is over fifty percent. I think we both had a system that triggered. That is, uh, this ROI for this is over sixteen percent. When when a dog gets both the spread and money line over fifty percent, um, to take. Yeah,
1: it. I mean so, that's so more that money. that would be
0: my lean if I had to pick something out of this. I don't know if I would pick that as an official pick, but the lean would be Pittsburgh spread for me. Sounds good. Yeah. Okay. So game two. We have Tampa Bay versus India Indianapolis. And this opened with Tampa Bay Bucks being minus three favorites. And it currently still sits at minus three. And we have the Colts. Uh, sorry, not the Colts, but the game total at 52. And it currently went up by one. So it's now at 53 the last time I checked. And this is just a reminder, just a non-conference game. Uh, so yeah, here you go. What do you what do you have?
1: I have. Uh, um, I just feel it's interesting. Last week, Indy in the box score blew out Buffalo. Um, but yeah, it really that was, was surprising. That was, <clears throat> that was a that surprise, was but it was due to three interceptions, a fumble, and I think two missed field goals. So really, didn't have to deal with much uh, when it comes to um, field position, right? Mm-hmm. And even with a really good running game, Carson Wentz only went 11 for 20. So yeah. I think that's worth noting. Um, Without all those beneficial field positions, the score probably would have been lower and closer. So I feel um, that yeah, I was just curious because that, that was in the back of my mind. That's why I wanted to kind of take a closer look at this game. Okay. Um, Tampa has a – now everyone knows about – uh jonathan taylor now right he's colts you know running running back star maybe league mvp well, well
0: right, right now right. the buccaneers they are the top league uh rush defense they only allow exactly around 78 yards a game so that's huge that they're number one right now exactly
1: so um I think, uh, you know, they're coming off their bye. They played a crappy team in the Giants. They took care of business, and, and really, I feel like they're going to dial in and be ready to play. Um, yeah. But are you aren't you, I,
0: are you worried about – uh it looks like Gronk might be out. Mike Evans I, might be out. Antonio Brown might be out.
1: So, well, Antonio Brown has been out for a while now.
0: Yeah, but right. he might be back, but, you know, it still says that he might be out. So so you got those three <clears throat> wide receivers out, sorry, and yeah. white receivers out. But I think Bray, no Godwin,
1: Johnson—they're all yeah. proven targets for, for Tom Brady, and you know his two running backs are, are uh, are also you know gems to work with too. So I'm yeah. um, not too too worried here. I think what'll come down to definitely will be uh, their game plan. They they know they'll have to stop uh, Jonathan Taylor or slow him down and force yeah. uh, Wentz to to do something. And seems did, like did, did Wentz you know... had a lot of challenge.
0: Did you know Tampa Bay is owned five against the spread on the road this season there so. you go so what's anyways what do you are, do after what bye. are after
1: the uh, uh I'm I'm leaning uh leaning Tampa here
0: Tampa here okay yeah so I have something that's very interesting I I looked something up today and I did some some stats look uh home teams home teams. Uh so non-conference okay are 27 and 51 when the total is over 50 so what that 11. means is they lose the spread more than In an 65% expected
1: shootout they lose. yeah
0: exactly so that's why i or also being tampa bay interesting one.
1: yeah i think so. it may be a letdown game maybe it's gone to their head who knows like maybe they're going to get lazy i don't know it's i just feel like tampa is primed and ready to go the colts are well, the,
0: here, here's the thing. The, the Colts, their wins in the past few games, they were highly dependent on, on rushing.
1: Oh, and, oh and, and Jonathan Taylor.
0: Yeah. So so they had two games where they had over 200 rushing yards mm-hmm. in order to win. So if they shut that down, Indiana Indianapolis has nowhere to go.
1: Exactly. So
0: okay. So I, so I guess we both agree on this one. We both lean uh, Tampa here for minus three. Yeah.
1: Maybe okay. a preview of a potential tweet on the weekend.
0: I know. I'm, I'm, I'm liking this one. Okay, game three. This is the Philadelphia Eagles versus New York Giants. It opened up with Philadelphia being the minus three favorites. And it currently sits, it, it, it bumped up a bit to minus three and a half. And the game total is opened at 46. And currently sits at 45 and a half. So it drop a tiny bit. And this is basically a divisional NFC East game. Uh, why don't you go ahead, chief? Let us know what you have.
1: Yeah, I, ne- I never thought I would become fans or just kind of learn more about the Eagle franchise. Um, but definitely, a lot definitely of people these... like
0: the Eagles in Canada. I'll tell you yeah. that. I know yeah. a lot of people uh, that are Eagles fans up here.
1: Yeah, yeah, uh, like colleagues from before and things like that. So, it's weird. So anyways, <laughs> yeah, uh, I wrote down these teams are going in opposite directions. Obviously, it shows on the record, the Giants fired, uh, their offensive coordinator. Um, okay, I did not know that. They got lots of injuries. Yeah, uh, Jason Garrett. They, you know, he's not good for this club. Anyways, they have lots of other issues. Uh, and then what I've really noticed in the last couple weeks is um, some good uh, pass game chemistry developing beyond you know Hurts' uh, is uh, you know. I don't know what people call it, his randomness or his, his running around, right? So I think his pass game has come together. Uh, the Giants' pass D is bottom third, I think, um, very subpar. And they actually give up a lot on the run game as well. So uh, I feel... Yeah, just the,
0: overall bad defense is... Just overall badness. The,
1: the Eagles are moving in the right direction. Uh, three and a half, four points is not a lot to cover, even if it's on the road. Uh, it's a divisional game. They're going to take it seriously. Giants at this point, they're just going to f- find some excuses. Or and really, Daniel Jones is just not. He's not in the right headspace. Maybe he has some talent. He just needs some reworking. But we can only say that for so long. So I feel very comfortable. Yeah, because the, the Eagles.
0: Eagles could make the playoffs here. They're close. Yeah,
1: they're, yep.
0: they're fighting for that wild card spot.
1: Yeah, yeah, and I'm. You know what? I'm a, I'm a mini fan of Hertz. Okay. Feel like he's well, got... I,
0: yeah. When I looked at this game, I, I just saw a ton of injuries on the Giants side. They basically yeah. don't know if they have their wide receivers even playing for wide receiver one. wide That's receiver been a two.
1: crazy bad carousel. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. So, and with Hurts just tr- chugging along, it's almost a no brainer to go Philly. But, anyways, yeah. what, what did you end up picking?
1: Yeah, I'm I'm on the Phillies.
0: Okay, same. Same on the Eagles. One. Okay. Let's go. So minus three and a half, basically. Okay. Yep. So, last game that we want to talk about is Arizona. Sorry, not Arizona. I have my notes mixed up here. It's Denver, uh,
1: the Chargers.
0: Chargers against the Broncos. Uh, so, this one, Chargers, LA Chargers are opening at ne- negative minus two and a half. Still sits at minus two and a half right now. The Game total is 48 and also sits at 48. So nothing really moved. Uh, this is also a divisional game, uh, AFC West. So the reason why I picked this one, this, there's a buy here. Um, Denver's coming off a bye, but they're a dog. So divisional buy games where the home team is a dog uh, are 15 and 23. So they lose about... 60% of the time. And the ROI is worse than 20%. So that's a big reason why I'm picking the Chargers. At the same <coughs> time, the Chargers also have no real injuries or anything to speak of, and, and they've been killing it. And they're on the road this season. They're 5-1 and one against the spread. And Denver, I, I, I just saw a ton of injuries on their uh, defensive linebackers. And, and they, they're just hurting, I think, right now. So this one, I lean the chargers and that's pretty simply why I didn't, I didn't get in too much noise in there, but that's why. So what do you, what do what do you think? This is my game. So I I don't know what you, what you thought about it.
1: Yeah. I think, uh, them being on the road and uh, the chargers that is, uh, and having that, uh, that against the spread record is pretty impressive. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think Teddy Bridgewater continues to be underestimated, uh, you know league wide uh yeah. that said because it is a divisional game i think the chargers are ready to take that step they've they've come in and out of so many um challenges. so many games, close games close games so, yeah i feel like they're they are gradually learning uh their coach as well um and and denver at this point uh, not really sure what they're or they're playing uh, for... like
0: They're they're kind of in no man's land.
1: They, yeah, they don't no suck.
0: They're not really good. So, not sure. <laughs>
1: yeah, not much to and how much else and, to
0: say about that one?
1: Exactly, and and right now you know they played. Uh, they got up on the Cowboys a couple weeks ago and yeah. won that game, um, but really any reasonably offensive team that they played in the past couple weeks they've lost you so yeah um yeah i think that's a good pick
0: all right so you agree then? you, you you're also chargers for your lean
1: yeah i would i would lean chargers i didn't look specifically at the numbers yet but. yeah
0: okay so okay so now that we wrapped up all four games what uh what is your what's the chiefs pick of the week
1: i'm i'm picking my pick of the week is the eagles to cover the Eagles. Spread. The road. Okay. That's so right. that's
0: uh minus three and a half, or did you get anything better? No, minus three and a half. Okay. My pick of the week, I thought I was gonna do the Chargers here, but then I looked at your game, the one that you want to look at. I think Tampa Bay will get their first road against the spread win here this this uh this season. So I will take Tampa Bay minus three as my pick of the week. Nice. So, and, uh, yeah, uh, just to sum up my over under it's, it's kind of gone, come back down to earth. So I'm going to slow down on that bit. They've been, uh, I know we've been hitting 75, seven above 70% of that. It's now getting back to 50, 50, 50, 50 doesn't make money. So I'll be dialing that back
1: <laughs> being more selective.
0: Well, that's what we gotta do. You can't just keep pressing to something that keeps winning because eventually it's gonna the well's gonna run dry. So we have to
1: be aware. You mean like that. betting against the coyotes?
0: Yep, or Kraken. So speaking of that, hockey. What do you got? What What are we doing for hockey here? We're We're done NFL, right?
1: Yeah, we're done. Okay. So last week on the pod, the Avalanche crushed. Scored seven. Oh, that was that was a
0: huge win. Plus one fifty three. So Podcast listeners, if you followed that one, the chief picked Colorado puck line for minus the minus one and a half puck line for plus one fifty three. That was a that was a big hit.
1: And what's amusing, when I was doing the recap, like some some notes, you you managed to pick the one game in the last eight that the Canucks actually would win. I when know you, you, you pick I'm, the Jets I'm lucky. I'm that lucky. <laughs> yeah, you're, you are that lucky to pick that one game that the Canucks won. Yeah. So Hey, Hey, anyways. why don't I
0: recap? Sorry. I, I let me recap what we did for NHL though in the last week. So since our last pod, so last Thursday, we went 11 and nine and it's not as good as we wanted to do, but we squeaked out 0.58 units, but we didn't lose. <laughs> But we also didn't win much, so we kind of just kept it neutral. Um. Yeah, hopefully we do better
1: this week. Yeah, I think so. It was yeah. a weird week of hockey.
0: Well, this is the difference between us and a lot of the Twitter people, a lot of the the whatever Yahoo's out there are charging for the picks. They just they just highlight their short term stuff. Where we're basically putting it out there, whatever we're doing, whatever we're betting, we're not really. We're not really uh, filtering out the weeks. You, you can see the weeks we lose. You can see the weeks we win and what our long-term long term uh, results are.
1: So. so what do you have uh, coming up? Have you looked at yes, tomorrow's slate?
0: I have. Okay, so before I actually give you tomorrow's game, oh boy. I want to bring up a few things that's very interesting that we can look at as long as anyone else listening here. So the top goalies for the last three weeks... I don't know if you'll be shocked at any of these numbers here. Top three goalies: uh, Dan Vla- Vlader, Vlader for Calgary Flames, zero point six six goals against. I think it's like Vladar or something.
1: Or oh, yeah, anyways. Yeah,
0: I don't know how to pronounce that. But anyways, uh, Otinger for Dallas, one point two nine goals against. And then Jack Campbell. I think this is the most relevant one because he's he's played the most games. I know Leafs last three weeks. 1.44 goals against. So those are the top three goalies. So You might want to pay attention to this because I think Oettinger is uh, starting tomorrow and is the underdog for uh, Dallas when they play Colorado. So I might take a look at that. And then one more thing. Worst goalies over the last three weeks. Chris Drieger, Dreger, Dredger. I'm terrible at pronouncing these names here. Chris Dreger <laughs> for, yeah, sure. for the Kraken. 5.86 Goals against so I thought he was
1: good. You know, when he split duty last year in the Panthers, I thought he was I I mean he's slumping, but he probably is. Just watch for the games without Grubauer in net for for the Kraken
0: and and then just take him. Yeah. I mean fade him, not take him, fade him. Fade him, yeah. Uh and then Caden Primo for the for the Habs, four point eight two goals against. Aaron Dell for Buffalo, four point five six goals goals against these are the worst goalies of the last three weeks so watch out for those ones if you're doing picks all right so having said that what i look for for tomorrow's game i am looking at the leafs i know we had faded the crap out of them in the beginning of the season but now it's no no time to fade them they they they're they're gonna ride this one they're uh away uh versus san jose I think it's minus 150, 155. I'll have to go check tonight. Um, most likely I'll be placing this bet on pinnacle because they'll likely have the better, better odds. But the reason why I'm betting this one is not only because Jack Campbell is the hottest, one of the hottest goalies in the last three weeks, but also because there's non-conference. When the home dog is playing the Leafs, the home dog is 16 and 31. So the Leafs are owning non-conference uh, as a visitor. So right. that's, that's a big one to look at there. So that's why my pick for this week for the NHL is the Maple Leafs tomorrow, Friday.
1: Okay, okay, but um, you got something too, right? I, I have something too, but I have some. I have a few questions. Like, what do yeah. you think about uh, where the Canes and the Flyers are right now? They're they're both struggling. So are the I think Canes, there's some the the, the the Hurricanes. Oh, Canes and, and, yeah. and, okay. and the Sorry. and the Flyers. They're both struggling. They're not doing so great. The flyers are the home team tomorrow. There might be some home dog value there. So, so,
0: so I don't think the canes are really struggling. They actually did really well. They're just on a road trip, and they're all. Well, the I guess they west. got lazy
1: or they sucked at the end.
0: Well, it's also it's it is tiring, right? They yeah. if if you look at the whenever there's time zone switch like that, they actually started their road trip pretty well. And it's only the last two or three games that they kind of struggled a bit, and it's not like they got blown out. They all went to OT or one goal games so i don't think they're actually
1: struggling mm-hmm. in my mm-hmm. mind okay so yeah i mean flyers are struggling Philly? i think they lost like three or four in a row yeah. so wonder if they can turn around tomorrow i think it's uh there's games tomorrow that, that i think are um yeah there's a lot of games like, tomorrow like in the morning NHL or something so week. yeah tomorrow well not like morning for a time but anyways um, yeah, it'll it'll be interesting. My uh, my two plays that I'm thinking about tomorrow uh, are just riding some uh, good play momentum and and dog odds on the Rangers, and then uh, looking at who's starting a net for the Kraken, uh, and looking at the puck line again, uh, betting Tampa Bay at home.
0: Oh, so you got to be careful. So one thing be- before you look at New York Rangers though, you got to look at jo- if Georgiev is starting. Yeah, I would yeah, exactly. Take a pause there. He's one of the worst as well. He he I, he didn't make my worst goalies list because he was number four. Uh, yeah. I was only listing out to the top three, but I I know I remember seeing Georgiev as number four. So, yeah, be aware of that. Anyone? Who's yeah.
1: Seen- so basically, I'm checking the goalie stats, but most likely, uh, I mean, my play would be on the Tampa Bay Lightning. They're just cruising okay. along, even with some injuries to their top guys. They got the depth. Yeah. They got the system, especially the defensive depth, and Vasilevsky is just too good. Solid. Would you say? uh, Are are you talking about puck line here? Yeah, I'm talking puck line.
0: Okay. I can't resist. Oh, you're trying to go. You're trying to go two weeks in a row puck line, huh? That's like, I think it's two weeks in a row puck line against the Kraken.
1: Oh wow. That's how we roll.
0: That's that. That would be our our Friday pick. Always go against the Kraken on Friday night.
1: There you go.
0: Okay. So so, uh, is that what we're locking in, the Leafs? So I have the Leafs at minus uh, – I don't want to say the odds yet. I, let's post out the odds tomorrow morning. Um, I don't like what the odds look like right now because I physically did not bet it yet. Yeah. But uh, I think it's going to be around minus 150 for okay. the Leafs.
1: I think my puck line is around minus, uh, plus one twenty 120, one twenty eight. That in that territory. Yeah, I see that it's around yeah one plus. So I'm, I'm I'm literally just on the uh, pinnacle website right now.
0: Your your puck line is plus one twenty eight, and mm-hmm. my Leafs is oh it's minus one sixty on pinnacle. So maybe I'll do it on bet one sixty. Sorry, bet three sixty five where it's uh, minus one fifty five. So why not so let's lock that in minus one fifty five the Leafs. Done okay, great. That's NHL, good job. So, why don't we go to NBA right now? Right? We're good, yeah.
1: I mean, we haven't talked a whole lot about basketball. I think we posted some good college hoops plays, Uh, nothing too exciting just yet. We've had some small runs, uh, on the up, uh, small runs on the down, and, and 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 back up again. Uh, NBA, I think, has been pretty consistent. Uh, one of the key bets uh, to look out for that we have seemed to uncover is a first half money line bet. Uh, in particular, we've been playing it on the Calves. Uh, and so so how does we, that
0: how does that one work? Why why are we picking
1: the first half money line? What, it seems like a trend. Uh, uh that uh, that we've observed over the past couple of years. And the trend seems to be tied to actually, believe it or not, uh, certain coaches that either have their teams prepped and ready to play. Uh, in particular, we want to bet this in the case where there's value, uh, meaning we're getting dog odds. Dogs, so yeah. we don't care about whether or not they're going to win the game, but they're ready to play. They're going to win so the first for, half. So for a coach or against
0: a coach? <clears throat> I believe it's for a coach. Okay.
1: Yeah. Do we want to tell so, people what that who that coach is? Uh there's a collection that we've kind okay, of looked at. I I don't have a name off the okay. top of my head, um, but clearly, obviously, the Cavs coach is one of them. Um, yeah. uh, right now because I think we've gone successfully done this four times. uh, yeah. uh that we posted posted uh, this season. So continue to look for that. Um, and yeah, yeah. I, I think we're well. We're, well, I, I'm looking at our into season. our our NBA season. Uh, our NBA systems a little bit better and we'll just keep sharing them.
0: Yeah. So I'm looking at our last week's NBA stats. We're up 1.54 units. So seems to be working.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Anything you want to mention for basketball and for college?
1: uh, Not, not, not uniquely. I think early on we had uh, one of our early season plays is uh, betting on certain uh, double digit favorites. Uh, Start a little bit slow. But uh, I think it's picked up and um, we... Well,
0: oh, yeah, uh, I'm looking at our college is plus 2.23 units. So in the last week, since we last did our podcast, our NBA and NCAA is just around four units plus. Yeah. Plus four units. So it's not bad.
1: Yeah, we'll try and fine tune those. We've, we picked up a couple of good uh, underdog plays too, so, which is great. Yeah. Uh, you know, we're always looking for that value, right? In the yeah. in 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 out there on the lines.
0: Yeah. Okay. I think for future episodes, we should, we should probably list out what we're up or down for each league, so everyone knows exactly where we sit.
1: Yeah. Or maybe we can post yeah. like a maybe a monthly recap. We're coming down to the end of the month. Yeah. I have I have, uh, I have done whatever, some so of that
0: like... on on Instagram, but okay. uh I don't know. It's five more days till the end of the month, so we can probably do that again. So we'll see. Sounds good.
1: Okay. Well, anything else you want to yak about today?
0: Nothing else. I think we're good. We're we're at around the thirty minute mark, so we made our time. We got a we got a lot out, and we got our four picks out: two for NHL, two for NFL. So I think we should be good to go.
1: Sounds good. So this is the tenth episode. So yeah. what do you what are you thinking so far?
0: I'm thinking. Uh, hopefully you get some more listeners and let them notice that we're, we're here to actually be a service to them. We're actually winning and we're just an open book. We don't want to charge anyone any money. We're just, why do we need to charge the money when we bet our own bets and win? Right. So
1: sounds good to me. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm I'm liking the prep work and coming down with the routine. It seems to optimize yeah. my time a little bit better too. So that's great. Can't complain about that. So,
0: okay. So yeah,
1: We're good to go. That's it for episode 10 of the Pick Doctors Sports Betting Podcast. Make sure to follow us on Twitter at PickDoctorCA. We're going to post some more picks throughout the week. I'm the Chief.
0: And this is the Rez. And as always, happy betting. Good luck, everybody.